Okay, real that's good. The, that's that is the description of this adventure. It sounded like a good idea at the time. Sounded like a good idea at <laughs> yeah. the time. That might be actually this, this party. Not, nothing motto. has gone. Nothing has gone right since we've been up here. Uh, let's see if I roll a one. I roll a one. No. <laughs> no. Curse you. Yourself. Or you can do it. I'm I'm, I'm out of the yeah, way. Yeah, but then I'll just kill myself, and I don't want that for me. I think it's time yeah. for bold action, though. Yeah. Not that bold. Okay. <laughs> That's some ninja moves right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Crossover event. That would be amazing. Chapter 237, Between an Eton and a Hard Place. Okay. So in the last episode, we're back with the main party now. Um, and if you remember the last time we were with them, uh, they had tried to sneak out of the castle and an unfortunate uh, role uh, got them discovered, and they ended up in a bit of uh, dust-up with a couple of the Cloud Giant guards. And um, there was a uh, pretty interesting idea. Um, Drew, uh, you had uh, Creval go and cast uh, Blindness on them, and that actually worked pretty well. They ended up whacking each other several times with their Morning Stars, and then uh, one of them, uh, still blind, fell down the stairs. Um, so uh, that was kind of amusing. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of you all beat feet down to the spooky-looking metal door that you heard that there's a prison behind, wrenched it open, only to find out that the uh, person in charge of the prison is, in fact, an Eton, a two-headed giant. Uh, not the brightest of things, but um, still uh, was overly suspicious that some of the little people who should be guests here uh, were making requests of him and uh, finally when things uh, started spinning out of control pulled out his weapons and so now it is on you are facing uh, two cloud giant guards coming down the stairs one of them is still blind is the door closed behind us what door we went through a metal door to get into this. You open the door. Most of you are out in the hallway. Um, oh, we're still in the hallway? Yeah. Oh. And um, I think only Jesse and Matt were inside uh, trying to convince the Etten. Um, and inside that metal door, um, they are just basically barred cells full of uh, humanoids. And um, interestingly enough, the one in the back corner seemed to have some sort of a snarling animal in it. And um, then you guys, the plan was at least to go and release the prisoners and then make uh, off with the phylactery. Uh, but obviously you now have two cloud giants and an Etten that are in the way of that plan. So, um, yeah, let's go around really quick and see where everybody's at because you um, first got in a big fight with an ice devil uh, after getting in a fight with a couple of other cloud giants, and now a couple more cloud giants, and now uh, we're... Don't forget the invisible stalkers. Don't forget the invisible stalkers. Um, and so that's where we are now. So uh, why don't we start out, Melanie, why don't you tell us where Jade Claw is on resources? Um, Jade's actually pretty good. She's at full hit points and only down three spell slots. 
which are her fourth, second, and first. Okay, so doing pretty well. And how about Creval? Uh, Creval, barbarian-wise, is sitting pretty well. Um, as a cleric, not so much. He's only got four first-level spell slots and one second-level spell slot. Okay, so that's uh, getting down there. And uh, then Owen, um, in the last couple of uh, encounters, you're the one that got slammed the hardest. How, how is uh, Arlen doing right now? Arlen is not doing good at all. Uh, he has 29 hit points, uh, three first-level spell slots, two fifths, which he's saving one for um, teleportation circle, and one seventh level has one sorcery point. And that's it. But he does have the death ward up, so he won't die immediately. <laughs> so he can die multiple times. Yeah, only once. Yes, Twice. You can die twice. I can die twice. Yes. I think that's the name of the new James Bond film. Okay, and Matt, why don't you tell us about Noan? Noan is pretty much fully healed uh, at 96 hit points. Unfortunately, only has four key points left. But fortunately, my Staff of Striking has nine charges left. Nice. We might end up needing to use that. And then, uh, Jesse, why don't you tell us what's happening with Adri? Yeah, I, I believe... Hey, Drew, um, did did we still have that spell up that gave yep. us, like, Eight. extra hit yep. points yes. for yep. a while? Yep, that's, it's an eight-hour okay, spell, then, so... It's all day. Okay, then I am actually up to 100 hit points, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and I have only used two of my key points, but I am completely out of luck points, um, and I'm down a couple of plus-one arrows. Me too. To be fair, how many times can you use luck unluckily? Very good point. Yes. And then Bryce... You know, one... luck can be good or bad, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and Bryce, why don't you tell us about what's happening with Cotter? So Cotter is down quite a few spell slots. Uh, he has one second level spell slot and one third level spell slot remaining. And the third level spell slot is saved for revivify in case we need it. And the second level is saved for locate object when we get closer to the phylactery. Um... Besides that, oh, uh, he's out of land hands hit points as he has dumped most of them into no one. Why do you dump them into no one? Yeah, after the devil fight. Uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Mm -hmm. I, I meant, gotcha. Yeah, okay, real that's good. The, that's, that is the description of this adventure. It sounded like a good idea at the time. <laughs> sounded like a good idea at the <laughs> yeah. time. That might be actually this, this party. No, nothing motto. has got nothing has gone right since we've been up here. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so. Where we are now, you are, as we said, all clustered out in the main hall on the first level of the castle. Um, behind you and to your right are the two stained glass doors that lead to the main hall. And you know that down the uh, corner of the main hall, there's a, a smaller sub hall that goes towards the front of the castle. And somewhere down there is the phylactery. Uh, but that's... Um, in the future for you to deal with because immediately to your right coming down the stairs are the two cloud giants although uh, coming down the stairs might be a more generous term uh the blue one fell down the stairs um that does bring another thing to mind for all of you that um that made a whole lot of noise when someone in full armor just went clunking down the stairs so um at this point in time the gig is probably up when it comes to stealth and i think it's just time for uh ab you know action to happen at this point uh the green one does have its uh vision 
However, wasn't it, wasn't it darkness? Oh, uh, no, it? it was blindness. Okay. Yeah, the darkness was cast, and that did do that did uh, mm-hmm. slow him down. But uh, blindness is what really kind of did the the main thing. And you guys know that they tagged each other, and you tagged them several times, so they're down a number of hit points themselves. So that's the good news here. Um, the bad news is that you've uh, just opened the door to an Etten who is now um, suspicious of what's going on and uh, looks like it's about getting ready to attack you. So you're, you're kind of now between an Etten and a hard place. Uh, point of clarification, I'm pretty sure I was with the Etten and the other two. Okay. So. Yeah. So you can put yourself right there. So I have some ideas. Okay. The first idea is we all rush in, push back that Etten, and try to bar the door from the inside and deal with one at a time. We'll be dealing with if the whole castle, can't... though. Yeah, but at least if we bar the door from the inside of the prison, we can deal with the Etten while the giants are trying to knock their way down. Which way does the door open? The door opens out into the hallway. Okay. Well, that... Probably, I don't know if it, there's a bar in the door, but most prison doors have a way to lock them, I would assume. Well, look, looking about, it's all barred cells, so it, it appears really that um, that the locks are on the cells themselves, and the Etten is sitting in, I guess, what you'd call the office, which is just basically a cell but has no door on it. It's just an open area with a desk. Second idea is we rush the Etten. Adri does her shadow step or invisible step down the corridor and starts shooting the giants in the back and lures them away. And she can bop around and, and avoid them. You know, is little it, hit and run tactics. Is it dark? No. Uh, well, it is night. And if you remember, the um, inside of the castle is lit by uh, oil lamps periodically p- placed around. So yeah, it is pretty dark. There's just some, hmm. uh, you know, pools of light. Like, like we said, it's, it's sort of like when you're going down like a hotel hallway where, you know, there's a door and, and a light and a door and a light. And I'm pretty sure the I areas in between are kind of dim. Pass without trace up. Yeah, should be at this point in time still for both of you. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we have our, um, initiative already set from the last time. So the first one up on the initiative list is Jade Claw. So oh Jade, boy. what are you going to do? You've got uh, two giants to your right and Etten in front of you. Um, and just, um, you know, the Etten looks fierce because obviously it has a weapon in both hands. But you can't notice, help but notice that it's a lot smaller than the uh, Cloud Giants are uh, by about almost half. I mean, it, it's 13 feet tall, but it's not 26. So it does seem to be the smallest of the two or three foes that is facing you right now. Should I go for the Etten or the Giants? Don't know. Or maybe you can blow past it and see if we can open some cages and get some help. Well, the people in the cages don't look terribly useful in that regard. I mean, they're basically just wretched... um, what about the beast? Humanoids. They're, they're clad in rags, and you get the feeling that they're basically just uh, being fed to a level that keeps them fat enough to be good to eat, but that's about it. They could cause chaos, though. But yeah. Anyway, what was the question? What about the beast? Is it at the end of the corridor? Yeah, there's some, some sort of beast back there in the shadows. It's kind of tough to tell what it is. We don't know if it's angry at the Etten or angry at us, too. Yeah, it's, it's just sort of generally angry at this point. Well, if we can open it and let it be angry and have it see something else, then it can be angry at them. I'm going to hold an arrow shot 
uh, at the end. Or I'm going to step inside, hold the arrow shot and at the end. Or hold my action to shoot when someone else attacks. Okay, so you can utilize some of your Six. bonuses? I have no bonuses. Okay, so why wouldn't you just shoot then? In case they want to try to talk to him. Okay. We sort of we tried that. already. Yeah, He's yeah. not talking anymore. Yeah. Feel, free to talking pre- feel free to open fire. Okay, then I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow at third level. Okay. And shoot him. Very good. For a 23 to hit. That definitely hits. Okay. Okay. Okay, indeed. D8 for attack. Which is eight points of damage for my arrow attack. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Lightning arrow does a lot. And 14. That doesn't suck. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. 14 plus eight is 26. 26 plus. No, it's not. 22. 22, 22. plus three is 25 points Ouch. of lightning damage. Okay, um, yeah, that that shocked him pretty good. Is there anybody within ten feet of him? Just uh, you guys, but you can you can you should be in good shape to shoot him right now. Well, because stuff happens if people are within ten feet of yeah, him. Yeah, everyone's standing outside the office, so they're not directly near. They're not within ten feet. Okay, yeah. so nobody is. Okay. Okay. And then that's probably going to change really quick here, though. Yeah, and then I should have done it. Oh no, I already cast a spell. Uh, that's it. That's all my stuff. Okay. All I can do. What were you? I was gonna hunt earth mark him. Oh yeah, that's a spell, but isn't it? It's a bonus action, and casting lightning arrow is also a bonus action. Okay, and then next up is no one. What are you gonna do, no one? The Etten just got uh, shot pretty good. Okay, I am going to. Um, I kind of need to see a little bit past him. So what I'm gonna do is take a swing. A couple of swings at the Etten, activate Uncanny Dodge, and then bail down to the end and see if I can't deal with this beast. So un- Uncanny Dodge is up, or Patient Defense. Okay. I'm going to take two swings with my Staff of Striking. So I'm going to charge this up for an additional 3d6 of force damage when I hit. Nice. So let me see. So my first hit, oh, it's only a plus 13. Darn. That is 29. Okay, and he's just clad in basically cloth. So uh, you get the feeling that his uh, armor class is less than your bonus. So yeah, that would hit. Okay, so unless I roll a one, I'm going to hit this dude. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be... Ooh! 12... Plus 7 is 19, plus 8 is 27 points of damage. Ouch. And I am going to do the same. Uh, Let's see if I roll a 1. I roll a 1! No! No! Curse you! Oh, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) So you get a little overconfident. Yeah, and then I'm going to bail down, and because I'm mobile... Uh, this end does not get an opportunity attack on me, and I'm going to bail on down to the end and see what's in that cage. Okay, it seems to be some sort of a demonic creature. 
and um, the the doors you notice are in fact locked on each one. There's a, a big old padlock on the outside of each one, and it as you approach, it just kind of throws itself against the bars and starts hissing and spitting and growling and trying to gnash its teeth at you. This doesn't seem friendly. Do it. I mean, I do. I am infernal, not abyssal. But is there a chance I might have learned of what this is? Um, give me a. Um, straight up intelligence check or maybe a religion check how far away is this beast from no one um if, oh, it's basically on the other side of the bar so i mean it's just no just i mean not i'm sorry i didn't ask the question properly oh there's etten no one ran past how far yes. past the etten is the beast yeah so it's in the corner one of the uh slots so it is all of um 30 feet past the beast or past the etten I got a 24 on my intelligence. Okay. It's a nightmare. Oh, that's how we get out of here. Yeah, no. And so you think that this thing is um, the kind of one of the lowest uh, of the things on the demonic list. You think that this is a dretch? Uh, certainly more of a hindrance than a help to us. Um, yeah, basically it's... it's uh, it would be basically a, a demonic attack dog would be probably the uh, the best uh, allegory for it. Would I be able to uh, talk to it on this turn, or do I need to wait? Uh, you'll have to go next turn. Okay. I'm done. Okay. And then um, next up is actually the green giant, and he's not jolly. And so he comes charging forward. And who's all the way on the right there? That's that looks Cotter. Like me. Okay. So he, he comes running all the way forward at you and takes two swings with his uh, Morning Star. And the first one. Oh, that's a nat 20. You want to confirm that for me, Melanie? Oh no no no! He's using his using his. So I got him an all oh, twenty all, sided all 20 dice. Die. Yeah, gotcha. they're all twenties. They're all. It's all. Uh, that uh, looks like a five to me. Um, it looks like Boo. a natural one actually. Boo. Well, if you didn't want me to use it, why would you give it to me? Well, I don't know. I also I I also gave you a dice that's all ones. Oh, I didn't grab that one by mistake. Oh, darn. Okay, let's see. So, um, the first roll cutter, um, that one looks pretty good. That is a 29 to hit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> yep. At least it's not a crit. Could be worse. Could be a paladin. So that's um, 24 points of damage as he slams you pretty solidly. And then the second one, not so good. That one's only an 18, which that I don't think hits you. does not hit. Okay. Note to self, do not get hit by the giants. I can withstand one attack and one attack only. What do you mean? You've already withstood some attacks. That's why you're in this situation. I can currently withstand one attack and one attack only. So okay. the real note to self is to not get into the situation in the first place. So don't take like two or three hits from giants. Or don't don't fumble your stealth roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or just kill the giants. Just fireball it or something. Okay. Just, like, well, that's for the, down a little bit down the road. Because uh, next up is Kraval. Kraval, what are you going to do? Um, you said you were in the room. I think. Yeah. So. I just. <sighs> You're in there with the Etten. The Etten's been hit pretty hard twice. He's looking. He's actually looking a little beat up after those couple of shots. Yeah, but so who's outside? I know no mm -hmm. one's inside. I'm out. 
with the Etten. Who's outside the room with the other two? You uh, are now. I think just me and Arlen. Because <sighs> well, Jade, Jade just ran I in, just, right? I just, like, then I'll, yeah. I'll run back out. and Can I run out and get right next to Cotter, who just got smashed? Um, the, if these two giants, which ones look the worst? Um, they actually look almost identical. <sighs> They're twins. The, 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 the good news on the thing is, is Blue, who is still back there by the... Uh, by the stairs is the one that is still blind as far as you can tell. Okay, then um good lord, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, I'll just I guess I'll go into a rage and attack the one that just hit Cotter. Okay. So, um attacking the blind one gives you advantage, right? Yeah, but, but he's further back. He's further back. Okay. I'm not going so uh, can I make that a reckless? Because <laughs> that's a natural one. <laughs> so I will uh, use my War Priest ability, Inspiration, to try to take a second swing. Oh, I can't because I raged. So that was my turn. Okay. Don't you get multiple Don't you attacks? Get a, a nope. Attack? No. Just one? Really? Just one. Okay. Neither Cleric nor Barbarian gives you that. Huh. Nope. Okay. So um, big swing and a miss, unfortunately. I have to rage first and then I can do that. No, I mean like your extra attack is just my yeah. bit. My my extra attack is my bonus action, but okay. my bonus action to rage. Huh. Okay, so that's interesting. Cotter, you are up next. Okay, I will swing at green. It seems that's what I'm good at at the moment. Sword's still on fire. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. That is a twenty-six to hit. Yep. And I don't have any spell slots, so I'm just. A fighter at the moment. That's still pretty good, though. Um, 17 points of damage. Okay. And second attack is a 16. No, a 12. I did the same mistake. A 12. A 12? No. Rea- just... Reaction, war, pre- uh, war God's Blessing, plus 10. That is a 22. Hits. <laughs> Yay. We don't have time to be missing. Yes. <laughs> and that is a lot. 18 points of damage. Okay, so um, now the uh, green one looks worse than the blue one. Yay. Okay. And then um, next up on the list is actually the blue one. And it comes waddling forward. Um, and it's still blind at this point in time. So it's... Actually, no, 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 it's not. Like from, no, because I went into a rage. Oh, it's okay. A concentration. Concentration. Okay, so uh, we'll say then that his his vision will clear after this round then, because um, you went into a rage this round. So he um, is kind of swinging wildly at you there, Kaval, and gets a fourteen to hit, misses, and then swings wildly again, but this time kind of ranges you in and gets a, a twenty three. That one hits. Okay. And um, oh, he's out of my range. Dang it. Mm-hmm. You already had disadvantage. Oh, no, but like I could oh, reaction back. attack. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 22 points of damage as he slams you with his morning star. 11 because I'm raging? Yes, exactly. Okay. And then um, next up is the Etten. And so it pulls out its weapons there, and it looks actually. The heck initiative did I have? You had five. (laughs) Oh. Didn't I have like a four or something like that? And you had a three. 
So sounds about right. Okay. And so it, well, like that I expected. I just didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it jumps. Bruh. You almost made me fall out of my chair. Yes. Bruh. Probably like a minus one to dexterity though. Okay. So it's going to jump forward. No, I have a plus zero. Mm. Close enough. Are we done? Well, that was about the Eton. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to jump forward at you there, um, Jade, for oh zapping it. And it's going to swing with both of its weapons. So with the battle axe and the morning star, um, but you may have uh, shocked it pretty good because it's got an eighteen and a twelve. My armor class is eighteen. Okay, so it did hit with the battle axe then, and barely hit with the battle axe. So nine points of damage. Okay, and now Adri's up. Yay! So it's still the green one that looks the most beat up. Um, yeah. The green one's the most beat up. The uh, blue one will be blind till the end of the round. You are also but in the room with the Etten. Yeah, you're in the room with the Etten, though. So, and it's attacking Jade Claw. Okay. And it's, then and I guess I'll and, go after the Etten. And that one's um, really beat up. How far back can I move to where I'm not going to be like in danger of getting clobbered oh, by the giants you when could, they make their way in? Um, well, actually, if you need to move back, you need to um, move out of the room to the hallway with the giants. Cotter and I are kind of. Okay. Speed bumps right then now how's there. what's like the furthest I can go in this room? Um, you could tumble by him and without getting an opportunity attack and be on the other side of him, so you'd be uh, twenty feet into the uh, into the, or ten feet okay. into the into the room. You could also do your teleport. Where can I go? Because I can shadow step mm -hmm. without getting an opportunity attack. So is that does that change how far away I can go? You can go anywhere in this. Um, in this room anywhere you want because right. it's basically just a bunch of barred cages 30 feet long mm -hmm. oh hey is there an empty cell there is not they've all got people in them oh that's annoying yeah um actually you know what i'm not too scared of anybody that's in there but i am scared of getting clobbered and this might be interesting so i'm gonna shadow step my way into one of the further cells okay um and then can i can i shoot my bow from there i mean yes it's, it's just a bunch of bars right? so yeah you can totally shoot between the bars sweet i'm gonna That's shoot the Etten twice okay this is much I... different than how i just full hog went after the devil but this one i'm gonna hide in in the cage <laughs> That's some ninja moves right there yeah why not hide in one of the closer cages if you're gonna be in a cage anyway because i can shoot super far yeah but... and i can teleport 60 feet so okay. you go um, girl yeah. Uh, this was a 29 to hit for the first shot. Yeah. Four. Oh, wow. Okay. But minimum damage. That's cool. You get advantage, right? Do I? You just teleported oh, behind no, this thing. Uh, it's yeah. the first melee attack after I do that. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but, but oh, you're oh. behind the end. Don't you get advantage just from shooting it in the back? It didn't expect you to port in some cage. That's a good point. Do I? Well, it's got two heads, so it can uh, count. Well, so I mean, it'll be, both a, of them it'll be a perception you. check to see if it can find anyways, you. Because the, the second 20 roll was a one, so we're going to... Um, it actually net one's a perception check. So, yeah, you'll get advantage on your attacks. So It doesn't matter. The second roll is a one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, no, six yeah. points of damage, though, for that shot. Okay. And then the second attack be a 27. Yeah. For 14 points of damage. Ooh, and it looks like it is barely standing at this point. Great. Okay. I'll take it. Very good. And finally, Arlen, you get to go. 
How close together is the two farthest away's closest points? For the giants? The giants? All of them. Um, ooh. So the two giants are um, the 15 feet down the hallway. And they are on the other side of the wall from the Etten, who's inside the room, inside the prison room. And that is all of 10 feet away. So they're, what, about 25 feet away total? <laughs> oh, you give me such power. I'm going to 7th level, level fireball all of them. 7th level? Um, that'll get everybody. Fire. Yeah, fire spells around corners. But that'll get everybody because, I mean... The doorways. Yeah, you're you, they're out in the hallway. You're between them and the Etten, so you'd have to How drop. How tall the, is it? You'd have to drop. Well, the, it doesn't really matter. The doorway's only about ten feet or uh, twenty feet tall. But uh, if the doorway's twenty feet tall and he does it like twenty five feet gonna, up, he's right. Like it's going to up. fill the whole volume. That's what he's saying. Yeah. If he does it thirty so you're feet up, attack the giants. Or you could you could get both of the giants, but you couldn't get the giants and the Etten. Don't worry about that, Edden. It's going to die yeah, soon. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, totally You're worth making it. making me sad because I wanted to hit all of them, but fine, I'll just hit the two giants. Or you can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the yeah, way. Yeah, but then I'll just kill myself, and I don't want that <laughs> yeah, for me. Actually, it looks like you you would be the worst off in that situation if yeah. you choose to hit the party and also the Edden. Mm. Yeah. So go for it. <laughs> cool. Targeting the giants okay. in a way that it'll hit just them. So you could just fire it behind him and above, and yeah, it'll get both yeah. of them. Airburst fireballs. Fire yeah. yeah. Cool. So they um, need to make dexterity saving throws. Dex save, please. Okay. Is that two natural 20s? No. One's a 20, one's a 1. Oh one's my 20, goodness. One's a one, um, so. That's a 10 and a 1. Yay. Yay. Not even, like, nowhere close, of course. But and, like... Yeah. Especially, <laughs> so I'm going to say the one was um, blue, with who's still blind at this point. So. And then I'm also going to use my last sorcery point to reroll my ones. Yay. Sounds Let's good. Get it. Kill them. Kill them with fire. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Do I got a spell for you? 46 points of fire damage. <laughs> Ouch. Yay. Is that all? Barbecue. <laughs> um, and then I'm also going to bonus action drink my healing potion. Okay. That would be the supreme. And that's right? my turn. Hmm? Okay. Greater. Greater. So, um, yeah, the blue one is looking still pretty intact, but the green one that you guys have been wailing on um, definitely looks is beginning to show some damage at this point in time. Come on, I was so excited. Um, that did that did a fair chunk of damage though. So back to the top of the round, Jade. What are you going to do? You're in there with the the Etna, it's swinging and on you. Got a hundred. But it looks like him. it's barely standing. I'm going to Hunter's Mark him, and then I'm going to pull out my short sword and attack him uh, twice. First attack is a natural 20. Yay. Yeah, that would hit, yeah. Um, for 16 points of damage. Okay, and so Jay just goes and oh. stabs the Etten clean in the heart and... Down it goes, and as it keels over, um, it makes a huge clattering noise as it, this giant ring of keys just goes bouncing off the ground that's apparently attached to but its waist. pass without traces of... No, just kidding. I don't care. He's not an ally. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I'll... Can you move and use your other attack? Probably. Is Blue still blind? Um, no. Blue has recovered its senses. Um, He did die, though, so I can transfer my... 
Hunter's Mark, is that how it works? Yeah, on your next turn on this bonus action, you can transfer it. Cool. I will step outside the door and just wait. Just you wait. don't want to charge. He's in range if you want to charge and, and uh, stab him. Don't, don't you have another no. arrow? Can't you shoot another arrow? I use my sword. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're going to give up your other attack? I think it's time yeah. for bold action, though. Yeah. Not that bold. Okay. <laughs> I got you, girl. Okay, you it could be time for Sans Seraph action, though. Okay. And then next up is Noan. Noan's back by the dretch in the corner. What are you going to do, Noan? The Etna is down. Your friends okay. are being menaced in the hallway by giants. I am going to... And how, how many feet am I from green? So you would be about 40 feet away from green. Okay. Although Actually, make that's that, fine. Make, make that 50 feet. Yeah, so you, it's still within your, your range. You'd have to run past uh, Kraval and I. Okay, I'm trying to see. Could I get there and have enough room to kind of step away and plan? All right, I'm going to run up and get as close to green as I can. Okay, the best you could do would be get on the other side of Kraval there. Um, yeah, and, and actually, yeah, you could attack green or blue, either actually, one. Actually, if he does his um, mobile thing, he could end up in my square, punch blue, and then step back, if that's what he plans on doing, I think. I plan on stepping back so I don't get double hit. Okay. Yeah. All right, who looks the worst off right now? Yeah. Green, green is the one that's yeah. the most damaged. He could step into my square, go do the punchy yep. punchy, and then run away. All right, I am going to strike at green. Okay. I have improved Divine Smite. Uh-huh. Does 21 hit? Keep that in mind. 21 does. That means that I should have done 2d8. Oh, well. Yeah. That is... Oh, and I have patient defense on. Always patient or patient defense until I say other. Not too bad. That one is going to say 9 plus 12 is 21. 24. Okay. How does How's that one looking? Um, so, yeah, it's pretty pretty beat up at this point in time, but still, that, still standing. I'll take another swing. The 17 hit? It does. You, you guys have hit with a 14 on these guys. Okay. Uh... I'm going to just burn off one charge. I need to save some for another one. Okay, so that is another 18 points of damage. Okay. And I'm going to then step back to that safe spot. Put him behind me. Okay, so you jump back behind Cotter there. Okay, yeah, and he, he looks like uh, he looks like he's pretty beat up. Still Still functioning, but pretty beat up. So, yeah. Okay, and um, actually, next up is him. So uh, Green will go, and since Cotter, you're in the way, he's going to do two swings on you. Both of us are in the way. Yes. Okay. Um, the first one is a 22, and the second one is a 27. He swung pretty well Dang, both times. Just barely. Okay. But like for real this time. So 25 points on the first one. This is going to hurt. Not so good in the second one. Just 16 points. Where are you at? 50. Okay. He's underneath somebody's mace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And next up is Creval. Um, 
green is looking pretty pretty tottery um yeah i was just debating for is it it's probably useless to cast silence right now right um yeah considering you just had people fall downstairs Uh, and fireballs explode i'm already raging anyway so i will go ahead and go reckless on this giant guy Mm. in front of me okay okay so close to a natural 20 but that would be a 29 yes so i will use my improved divine smite (laughs) As soon as I find my D10. That's horrible. Seven and six is... Thirteen. Thirteen. I'm sorry, seven, seven is fourteen. Plus two more, so sixteen points of damage on that one. Ouch. And then I will use my Warlord Priest inspiration that I wanted to do last round and do it again. But this time I can't use Reckless, so... Uh, does reckless only for one attack or is it, it for the whole round it's what, for one attack it's for yeah, one attack I've heard it so many times okay. both ways that I don't know so you tell me it's one well, let's look it up real quick my favorite part of playing D&D mm-hmm. rules and regulations reckless attacks when you make your first attack okay. on your turn okay. you can decide to attack reckless so that's going to be a 13 which I know is going to miss so I'll use my second channel divinity for guided strike which is a self only War of God's Blessing, and that'll make it a 23. Okay, definitely hits. And unfortunately, I don't get that, so I'll put that away. You only get your improved once? Mm-hmm. Huh. The between a paladin and a cleric. Okay. And I'm rolling really bad right now. That would be 10 points of slashing damage. Oh, and he looks like a uh, stiff wind will blow him over at this point in time. He's barely standing. That's my turn. You can actually do reckless during all your attacks. No. Yes, you can. Really? When it, you make your first attack, you can decide to attack recklessly. Doing so gives you advantage on melee weapon attacks using your strength bonus during this turn. Huh. That's what I thought, yeah. Oh, well, in that case, can I not do yeah. that? Just roll with advantage? Yeah, just roll with... Uh, yeah, I'd rather yeah. keep the Warlord's yeah, Blessing. definitely. Yeah, I would hit. Okay, good. So, so yeah, retain the Warlord's Blessing. Okay, and then next up is Cotter. Okay. Green is looking pretty pretty darn uh, shaky in front of you. Um. By the way, a yeah, stiff breeze is a really good name for like abandoned college. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but also like you like for the double entendre. Mm-hmm. If you like to name your weapons, that's a pretty cool weapon name. Oh, that'd be a good that bow name. Right, I will attack. Green, first attack is a ten. No. And that is why I said I'd like to hold on to that. So reaction, War God's Blessing, that's a 20. You, yes. <laughs> and don't forget your what? Yeah, I have that this time, and I did really good. Wow, okay. A 15, 20, 26, 29 points of damage. Okay, and you just inviscerate him, and down he goes. On fire. On fire. Okay. Okay, and you have one more attack? Yep, advance and attack blue. Okay, who's blinking the blindness out of his eyes as we speak. But he's good enough at blinking. Mm -hmm. That is an 11. No. Sorry, I can't do any more for you, man. I tried. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of blue, um, he uh, decides to swing back on you there, Cotter. Of course he does, so that I can't hit him. Um, Well, you just took a swing at him, although his numbers aren't all that good. Um, there are only two billion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A twenty snark and a twenty-three. So okay. I the think, twenty-three hits. They're, they're I think yeah, I was good. gonna say the second one probably hits, but okay. And once again, not terribly good rolls here, um, but that's still twenty-two points of damage. I'm at twenty-eight. 
Okay, and then Adri, what are you going to do? You're in a cage right now. There's a bunch of scared-looking humanoids around you, mostly humans. Um, kind of alarmed that you just suddenly appeared in the mist and shot everybody. How um, are the people in the cages, how are they doing, like, health-wise? Well, like I said, they, they look pretty haggard. You get the feeling yeah. that oh, they've only been fed up to the point where they're still good to be eaten. Uh, but they're dressed in just bits of rag and stuff like that. But they, they are hale. I mean, it's not like they're um, incapable of, of uh, movement or anything like that. But uh, but you definitely get the feeling that they, they're put upon and, like I said, only, only being fed enough to, to keep them fat for, for the slaughter. Okay. Um, and it's just the one giant left? Just the one in the hall. Okay. And he's been mm -hmm. hit multiple times, so. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll try to take him out. Okay. So you're going to shadow step back out in the hall then? Um, yes, okay. please. And that was a nat 20 for the first shot. Nice. Just think if you had sneak attack. For 17 points of damage. Okay. And then the second shot is an 18. Yes. For nine points of damage. Okay. Okay, still looking pretty hale at this point in time. And on to Arlen. Arlen, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to Firebolt because I haven't done that in forever and I have no spell slots. You have zero spell no, slots? One? one? Or maybe two. I have five spell slots. I have three first levels and two fifth levels. Gotcha. First level magic missile is pretty good. It doesn't has, Yeah, but if he hits the Firebolt, he'll probably hit higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well thought out. Is that a woe? 23. Hit. Ever rolled. <laughs> I haven't used like a roll to attack move in so long. I hey, forgot um, what my um, throwback question for you, Arlen. Did you want to run up and cast Firebolt this time? No. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that definitely, definitely three hits. years ago. <laughs> That's why it was a throwback question. Four thought, years now. I thought we were making fun of Matt. No. 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 He's right. beginning to cry. It doesn't look good. I was six points of damage. Yeah. You rolled three d eight and got six. No, it's not. They are not. They are. That was a wrong dice. Because fireball's like three d eight, isn't it? Or is it three d ten? I thought we were making fun of Matt. It's three d ten. I rolled three d six, and now it's sixteen points of damage. That's a little bit better. Okay, still looking pretty hale, but definitely damaged. And we go to the top of the round. So Jade, what are you gonna do? There's a blue out in the hall. I'm gonna transfer my hunter's mark, and then I'm gonna shoot him with a uh, sharpshooter. So I get a minus five to my attack, which mm -hmm. is going to be a plus nine, which is sixteen. You hit five, ten, twelve, twenty-two points of damage on the first attack. Ouch! And then you can do sharpshooter whenever you want, right? I mm -hmm. yeah, and she this just one's, to call it. Oh, both of these are. This is a nineteen to hit. Hits. Oh, for 20 points of damage. Okay. That's all I can do. Okay, well, that uh, takes him down a chunk there. He looks pretty uh, pretty beat up at this point in time. And then no one. What are you going to do? This time I'm not going to spend a key point on anything. I'm going to bop up to blue here. Mm-hmm. And I will attack three times, twice with my staff, and one with a punch, because I'm going to use my bonus action for my bonus attack now. So first with the staff, 
That's a non-natural 20. Definitely. For 10. Okay. Uh, now I will take a punch, couching that staff in my armpit. I'm going to do a jab, supposedly at the shin, but it's going to hurt a lot. And that is a 16. Yep. Oh, man. Only seven. Rolled low on that. And then my staff again. A nat 20. Oh, wow. Um, I need to conserve the last charge on my staff because I think there'll be something icky. So I will just do this. Oh my gosh, I rolled a one and a two. So 11 whopping points of damage with that nat 20. And then I'm going to bop back like 15 feet. Okay. And um, so, yeah, he looks, I mean, he is wobbling. He is so, uh, so badly injured. He barely looks like he's standing at tall. And so that brings it around to Kraval. What can he do with this guy? Reckless attack him. Okay. Probably a wise thing to do right mm -hmm. now. 21. Uh, yes. And don't bother uh, rolling damage because he had only one hit point left. Okay. <laughs> so yes he wobbles wobbles and just falls over and uh, then blast Kerval Kr gets credit and uh then don't hate the war leader hate the game yeah <laughs> and a big and a big uh thing comes up on the screen saying killing blow Kerval okay anyway yeah, the, the first pick of run away yes you know i have to say it flawless victory uh, yes. I, I anything took a but a whole bunch of damage man yeah. Yeah. all right we gotta go gotta so go anyways, gotta go he comes crashing to the floor and then there is that pregnant silence afterwards that always happens after something happens and you're just waiting to hear because you know that the that uh, you've been discovered you know mm -hmm. if you've ever been sneaking around and then it, it occurs to you that you guys need to get going and get moving so what are you going to do i mean obviously this must have you know, been enough to alert at least a good portion of the castle that something's going on. But at the same time, you don't hear the sounds of... We need to head things. for the phylactery. We need, yeah, we have to... I think we should at least free the prisoners and, and give them How a chance. How many cells are in the, were in there in a quick glance? So just taking a quick glance, there are um, three on the right and the left as you come through the door, mm -hmm. and four opposite... And then the big one in the, in the corner with the dredge in it. So leave the dredge alone, but that's 10 doors yeah. you have to open up with a ring of keys. And you toss, have to search a key each one. Toss the keys to a prisoner and get going. There you go. Toss yeah. the keys to a prisoner. Yeah. Toss a key that's to a That's a good prisoner. idea. <laughs> I'm going to uh, reach up to my necklace and retrieve it. Valley of Plenty? Isn't that what comes next? Yeah. No, it's only if you toss the uh, witch the coiner. Yes. Okay, and actually, as you're tossing, roll for me a perception check or an arcana check there. It goes uh, down no the one. drain. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Can you give me a sec? In. Actually, uh, Loth uh, laughs in your head and the keys disappear. Yeah. And that is a whopping seven. Okay, Woo. yeah, you don't notice anything special there. Um, but um, as you guys are casting about um, Arlen, you could also roll for me an arcana check. Or perception, whatever is better for you. Wow. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, but because uh, you're so familiar with this, as... Um, That's a lie. It's actually a, a, a 15. Yay. Yay. 
And why is it a 15? Because I misread my nine as a six. Oh, there we go. Very good. <laughs> anyway, so then for sure, you you your uh, eye is caught by the keys arcing through the uh, door to the cages. And you look th- you know, past the keys at the cage with the dretch in it that's snarling at everybody. And you realize that it is sitting in a magic circle. Obviously, they used it to summon the creature, but it occurs to you that a magic circle works both ways, and you can use that to teleport out. We still we need to cast the... We still need to get the flash. We don't even know where the magic circle goes. That's not how magic circles work. He can Tele- use it to teleport out no. to wherever oh, he is, wants. Oh, it's a teleportation well, let's circle, go get not the a magic circle. Then. Oh, yeah, teleportation yes. circles and magic circles. We're still a good that couple yes, thousand feet away from yeah, where we I'll, think I'll it keep is. It, I'll keep it in mind. Um, Cotter, do you want to cast your locate spell, please? Um, I want to get closer because okay. it, it only lasts like 10 minutes or whatever. All right, so well, let's run. Run, run, yeah. run. Run, run, run. Uh, I'm going to cast, uh, as we go, Aura of Vitality. Ooh. Ooh. What does that do? Uh, f- for a minute, as a bonus action, I can, or so once per turn uh-huh. for a minute, I can heal 2d6 for anyone within 30 feet um, of me. Then heal Arlen, because he's the one, and yourself, because that's who got yeah. whacked the most on that yeah. one. Well, so this is for a minute? Yes. Um, it's a concentration spell. So do you want to just start healing up, and then maybe the monks could run around and unlock the cages? No, no. no. They, we gave them the we're keys. Running. We're running we to the We gave the keys to a okay. prisoner. So you can do this while you're running? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, does anything, like, do you want me to just roll until something happens, or can you just, like, tell you're me? You're only rolling ten times. Why don't yeah. you just roll ten times and well, in, in case we'll something roll, happens? We'll, we'll, we'll do it oh. per round here. Okay. Well, I mean... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Where um, are you at, Owen? 41 out of 91. You're at 41? Do you okay. still have, Owen, do you still have that, did, you have a cape of Montblanc, right? Yes. Have you used it? Not yet. Dimension door to the phylactic. Well, I was thinking he could take Cotter and do that. Start oh, looking for it. Oh, yeah, some of us are slow. So the I'm fast people very slow. Well, the, if it's within 500 Wait. feet. And we know the exact location, then we won't like no, teleport but, into a I wall. Mean, we have a courtyard we have to cross. You could teleport well, actually, across not, the, not the courtyard. No, we have... Or a hallway or something, whatever it is. It's something. So let me have the map here. We're like there okay, there. so you guys closer, just came downstairs mm-hmm. closer, and, get closer. Get closer. and started um, freeing everybody in the jail. Okay, so you're in the jail. Uh, directly kitty corner across from you is the two stained glass doors that lead to the main hall. And you know that off the main hall is this smaller hall that goes probably all the way out to the front of the castle. Mm-hmm. And you know that the um, phylactery is somewhere down there. Uh, I see. I thought the door, the phylactery was off of the courtyard. So no. thank you for clarifying well, it, that. It is off the courtyard, but there's... I mean, like in the open. A wall in between yeah. you, yes. So it's somewhere over in the Knight's building. Of course it is. Down on this first floor is where the phylactery is located. So I want you to put that All right. Um, so are we going to get going? Yeah. Well, there's two ways of doing this. Pa- Actually, no, there's not. We just all go one. No, Pass Without a Trace isn't yeah. up because you cast a concentration I spell. I cast a concentration spell. But I can, cast it, I can cast it again. I think Adri has some points. She could do Pass Without a Trace too, don't you? Well, I have I have open spell slots. Also, sneaking yep. is slow, but and we well, need to go. No, I'm not saying sneaking. We need to go. 
Yeah, yeah let me slow. do pass without a trace because that's like pretty slow. much most of what I use key for, and then you can keep your spell yeah. slots. Right. So let's right. so start let's run yeah. run with pass without trace on. Okay, so first round, why don't you do the healing for that, Bryce? Mm -hmm. I heal myself for seven. I love pass without a trace. Mm -hmm. I rolled a nine and I got a twenty-nine. Nice. Nat twenty and a fourteen. Okay, so 14 plus 10, 24, 24. plus 1, 25. Non-nat 20. Yeah. Plus the plus I'm one. sorry. 21. Come on, Arla, let's see that natural 1 again. No. <laughs> I'm going to hold my tail. Okay, and so what's the plan for exploring for this thing? Well, let's, well we're gonna for a get minute, down. we're going to run. Yeah, down the hall, down the hallway with the stealth running, and till we get close enough that he feels comfortable casting the spell and trying to locate it. Okay, uh, well, and what's the range in the spell? Uh, Thirty feet. No. Oh, sorry, I'm shutting up. And actually, your object through? is within a thousand feet. Okay. However, we're not. I'm not worried about the distance. I'm worried about time. So I want to get closer so that we have okay. more time. And at the moment, even if we were right outside, I wouldn't do it because I still have nine rounds of healing left that I'd like to get more use out of. Especially because we're going to have to wait a minute okay. for him to draw his circle on the ground. Well, we can find no, the phylactery. No, the circle is there under the dretch. Well, right, I mean, but like, the phylactery is on the other side. So he's, he's yeah. suggesting... It would probably be better for us to just draw another circle. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Because... Because, you, you, I mean, you have to spend the time and the effort to cast it anyway. I think. Mm, I think. I th uh, if the, well, the thing is, if the, a if permanent, the, if it's, let me reread it. It's permanent, I don't think so. The, a permanent lets you teleport to it. Not well, also, we don't know away. where it goes. Like, it could well, well no. the like DM just study. said we could use it to teleport out, so let's not look a gift horse in the mouth, shall we? <laughs> exactly. And we could wipe out a dredge in one round. It seems like a trap. <sighs> well, yeah, because like, we're going to teleport to like Aloha's lair or something. That would be hilarious. Right in front of the dragonborn. <laughs> Oh, wow. Crossover event. That would be amazing. <laughs> and teleport right behind Alol into the Dragonborn. Act like Arlen. Teleport to Alol with 41 hit points and no spell slot. That's yeah. a, that sounds more accurate. Yeah. Arlen miss, like, draws a circle and it teleports right into the sewers right behind. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, you guys in the first round make it about halfway down the main hall. So you're down there with all the tapestries and the looted bronze statues, almost up to those square oh, stairs. How much time passes? One round in the first round. Okay. Um, now the second round is going to take you through the main hall to that little sub hall going to the, the north. And you think the phylactery is somewhere within, you know, probably the next 40 feet. So you can do the healing for the second round. Wait. Okay, I I assumed we were very far away. We so not. We're we're right here. Yeah, like, and I, I assume yeah. that's like half a mile. <laughs> no, um, like this, I have okay. a I have a potion of superior healing. You could drink in, as a, in lieu of these two d six. Or or you could pause briefly and and heal up. heal everybody up. For, we're talking about we're literally talking about one minute. Yes. So like I said, you could just roll your yeah. what's left now nine two d six nine two d six yeah and just get your hit points and keep going. Okay, why don't you do your healing then? For healing for this round. I heal myself for six points of healing. I'm up to uh, 41. Okay, so 
we're, uh, we're outside. We're already minute? outside the room we thought we were going to be. Um, you are right in the hallway and is probably somewhere within 30 or 40 feet of you. Okay, so point. that's another round of movement. Um, so if, let me have the map there. I, I'm just just heal completely up. Confused yep. So it, it goes goes down here, and then there's a door right mm. there. Are you going to go to the door? Up. Yeah, we're going to go to the door. Okay. I would just heal up right now, and then yeah. I'll keep going until we're at least inside the room. And if we're inside the room, look around, and absolutely nothing is there. Or um, forty giants are there. Can Arlen stall the teleportation circle spell? Like, can he start drawing it and like wait at the last moment, and then? No, I think you have to do all of one. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, a ritual that needs to be like in progress for one full minute. Okay, so are you going to open that door then? In Once we get there. Yep. Okay. So, that, so that'll be round three. Okay. I heal. Uh, you're at, what are you at again? 41. Arlen? 41. Okay. I will heal yeah, myself 41. one more time. This is the third round. I heal myself for five. I'm at 45. 46. Thank you, 46. Okay, and while you've been doing this in these last three rounds, you've been hearing the sound of shouting and the clanking of locks, and you you can hear the, the, the uh, people in the prison unlocking their cells. And the first couple of prisoners uh, actually come pelting by you guys through the main hall, out the front doors, and you can see them out in the courtyard trying to uh, basically um, cajole the hippogriffs into letting them mount them. Where are our the mounts? Pigogriffs. The, the pigasus are, are, are down corner. at the far end, aren't yeah. they? Because they didn't trust the us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're tasty. Now would be a good time to, to detect that thing. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the door. So we go through the door, right? Okay, so it's you open the door, detected. and it's a 10-foot-wide hallway going to the north and south, and there are doors to the left, to the front and to the right. Cast it. Okay. Yep. Drop, uh, or vitality, up. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Locate up. Object. Locate object. It is off to your left, the left door. Okay. I'll point left. Open that Let's door. Keep going. Okay. So you go down to the end of the hallway there and open the door, and it's a short ten foot hallway with a door on the right. And Cotter, you get the ping off to the right. Okay. So whatever it is, it's right we'll through that door. Snaking. Which, right. in, in, you know, not surprisingly, the door seems to have a rather large lock on it. And it leads into a um, 20 by 15 foot room. It, was it not locked? It was open? No, the, uh, no, the, the hallway, sorry. Okay. Leads into a 20 by 15 foot room going straight ahead. And in it, as you open the door, jumping to his feet is the... Head of the guards, oh boy. the Narzugan that you saw, and is as he sees you, he jumps to his feet and snatches up his burning lance, and that's where we're gonna stop today. You don't like us very much, do you? <laughs> forget to stick around for a word from one of our friends. 
Okay, yeah. Now, why Bryce couldn't have waited like 40 more seconds for the rest of the healing to tick off, I don't know. Although that would have only gotten them, you know, just another, what, six or so 2d6s. But still, you know, that could be very useful in this next fight. And it actually was kind of funny that everybody had totally you know, exaggerated the size of the castle in their mind. I mean, they, we explained how big the courtyard was. They walked by the courtyard, but uh, they had kind of imagined it was much, much bigger. But uh, there we are. Uh, we, we did get that straightened out in the end, so that was kind of amusing. So anyways, um, yeah, the party has been successful in acquiring the uh, keys to the jail and freeing the prisoners. They got out of the jam that they got into when they were discovered sneaking around the castle and were able to uh, extricate themselves from that situation. But now they found themselves in another situation as they're face to face with the captain of the guard. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. Hi, I'm Mike, the storyteller for Tales of Asperon. On this clear night, you find yourself at a makeshift camp within the White Leaf Wood. Beside you, an older gentleman sits on a log with a book, writing of its own accord. The light from the stellar rings surrounding the planet bring a pleasant glow to this person's scarred face. This story is about four young folks who cross paths in the simple town of Homestead, on the frontiers of Asperon. Together, these kids save a poisoned man on the street, believing him to be a hero of sorts. Little did they know, this kindness would unravel their lives into a heap of trouble. You see, Asperon is filled with danger. The Hearthlands will melt your body to its very bones and titanic beasts roam the jungles and forests. Though the frontier is the worst of all. It has no kings, queens, or country. Just people. People who will take whatever they want. The frontier, well, it's where heroes are forged. And I hope these kids have what it takes to make it through the fire. Hello, adventurers. If you enjoyed that preview of our 5th edition Real Play podcast, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and most of the other free podcasting apps.